Thank you for listening to Brown Girl Table Talk. This is your host, Erica L. I would like to introduce you to Bobby Jeanette. She's a great mom, a great educator and mentor. She enjoys helping people with their life challenges. She also helps to embrace their unique abilities to overcome their challenges. She's always loved people. She's always been a problem solver. These attributes have helped her to believe in her calling by helping others. I am here to help others, she says, to be more, to be the best that they can be. I introduce to you Bobby Jeanette. Today's topic is Faith Forward Before the New Year, and I have a special guest with me. Would you start off by introducing yourself? Absolutely. Um, first of all, Erica, thank you so much for having me. My name is Bobby Jeanette, and um, we do a little bit of everything over on my scene, but the biggest thing is just helping people become their better selves. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's just get right on into it. <laughs> um, I will. T- um, I would like to share with our listeners that we are uh, Claflinites. Um, yes. We are Claflin <laughs> alumni of Claflin University, yes, Panther City. <laughs> so, yes. So I just wanted to give uh, our, uh, our alumni a big shout out and let us know that, you know, Claflin may be small in number, but we are large in the world. So, yeah, um, I just wanted to throw that out there really quick, but let's get right on into it. Um, the New Year's uh, awaiting us, and uh, we're going to take on 2019 like never before. So, um, with that being said, you know, having faith and believing, um, I think it's the first and first and foremost and most important thing as we move forward in 2019, being able to um, have the uh, the wherewithal to know that there's changes that we want to make in our lives, whether good or bad, whether we just need to continue to improve on what we're currently doing in our lives, et cetera. Um, so just to um, share with you all, we want to go through a quick, some few things. And of course, Bobby is going to chime right in with us um, and share some of her thoughts. Um, but one of the key points um, I felt like um, in order to move forward in faith um, for the new year is to have on your list to number one, pray about everything, worry about nothing and meditate and or meditate because we do have listeners um, um, of different faiths. So we want to be able to reach out to everyone in that regards. Would you agree upon that? (laughs) I would. I would. And I, you know, the Bible tells us to meditate on things that are good, things that are lovely. So I think that it's important to talk to him, but it's also important to sit still and be still and focus. So I think they go hand Mm. in hand. Absolutely. And um, one thing that I have incorporated slowly throughout this year, especially during the end of this, the course of the year is that when I'm praying and like you said, I'd sit still and I meditate also, I meditate so I can create an atmosphere of um, 
no distraction. You know, a lot of times when people think about meditating, uh, when they're looking at the word of God, they're thinking about just meditating on him, but he wants you to create an atmosphere that he's, that he can come in and, and, and be a part of and sit with you in the stillness so that you can hear his voice. Yeah, I think it's I think it's an awareness. I think if you sit still and you're aware that you're breathing, that, mm-hmm. you know, you have limbs, like look at the wonderful work that he created, like he did this. And it brings you back to a place of, you know, focusing on him. It's like just being aware, just just knowing you exist alone is enough to make you focus back on him because, you know, you didn't do it. <laughs> you didn't do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that being still is really important and it allows you to just kind of just be aware and mindful of how awesome he is in this. And and then he thought to create you and it drives me back to what do you want me to do? Mm. Which is true. And with that being said, you're saying that, okay, we create the atmosphere. We meditate on what our desires of our heart and what he wants in which direction that we want to move in which goes into renewing, you know, our minds and having a different mindset. And I think that that's important too. Um, Cause everybody makes new year's resolutions and nobody really sticks to them. Yeah, or someone bust, <laughs> bust wide open mid, mid, mid January, end of January. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a constant renewal and renewing of the mind, not just um, saying, you know, uh, just for this month or just to start the year off, but just a daily thing as a whole. That's right. And I, I do, I believe in starting over all the time when I, when, um, we reached out when we connected earlier today, I was thinking about this whole new year thing. It's like, I have to start over sometimes in the middle of the day. Like sometimes it's like, I just, God, I need to just stop right here because something has gone really left. And it's, it's not just a doing a one-time thing. It's every day, every day is a fresh opportunity every day. Because when you, when you mess up, it's like, it's not a mess up for the whole month. It's not a mess up for the whole year. We get to start fresh with him anytime we need it. Um, So Mm. I, I think that renewing of your mind, I, I did want to say right here, if it's okay, that mm-hmm. I think get started into the new year, you have to think big picture. Like, what do you, you think big picture, and then you think the smaller things to get you to the big picture, you start breaking it down. So God, if I want to be more like you, I want to be the person you created me to be. I want to be a servant. I want to be used by you, an extension of you. Then how am I going to do that? How do I do that? Well, first I have to know what you created me to be. Everybody doesn't serve in the same way. And so if mm-hmm. now I'm focusing on you figuring out who I am because you are the source. So once I figure out who I belong to, and you said this at the beginning, then that's going to dictate why I'm doing what I'm doing, which will eventually dictate what I do and how I do it, which brings mm-hmm. us right back to this renewing your mind so you can stay connected to the source, you know, so he can keep speaking to you. And I've even had my 12 year old daughter ask me, mommy, how do you what does his voice sound like? Well, it's, it's different. I think it's different for everybody, different for everybody, but mm. you le- learn that in being still, he's going to speak to you in a way that you can understand. He's going to speak to you in a way that soothes your soul, that brings peace. You know, sometimes people will say, well, I just, I felt some kind of way, but that didn't just, that didn't vibe with my soul. Like I didn't, I didn't feel that. I think that's, that's the Holy spirit. I think that's God saying to us, this don't go this way, baby, go that mm-hmm. way. And I mm-hmm. think you get, 
when you are still and listening. You can't get that in the middle of chaos. You have to step away. Right, right. And, you know, that's the thing that we do get caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life that we forget to even slow down to even think. And mm-hmm. even, you know, we find ourselves taking deep breaths like, like, OK, <laughs> what's next? And that's it's right. literally like, you know, like you said, you hear you hear that and you're like, oh, that that made me feel some type of way. Well, I didn't, I didn't think that that I came across that way or even someone got to put people in your place. Like we were mentioning earlier, you got to put people in your place just for strategic reasons, just for a strategic lesson or um, something to share with you, whether it's just a small message or this the next big thing to your plan. Yes. You know, um, so I think we have to be very mindful and listening to that. You know, sometimes people um, discount people. You know, you might see someone on the street and. They may be homeless or even just someone in general that bumped into you and they might have said, excuse me, I'm sorry. You know, I really apologize. And before, you know, you're having a conversation with the person, but we like, whatever, they nothing. But that was God, possibly God the whole time revealing certain things to us that needed to be revealed. Mm-hmm. About them and about us, you right. know, <laughs> so he, he, let, me, let me see how you're going to treat them. I know how you would treat me. If I show up, show up looking all royal and good looking and stuff, but how are you going to treat the one on the street? And it says so much more about us than it does them. So I Mm. I agree with that. Totally. Yeah. So um, you touched on, you know, ways that we can renew our mind and, and having a different mindset about things. I think that, like you said, um, planning, putting yourself Mm -hmm. in a position of, you know, like you said, writing the things down. I think that's a good thing. I think we don't do enough of that anymore. You remember when we were in school, we had to do an outline, a book outline. How many people have done book outlines in the past? I don't even see my children doing book outlines anymore for a school, which I think would possibly help them in their thought process, but they don't even do those anymore. So, Mm -hmm. I mean... (laughs) Everything is just like thrown at you and given to you without any type of um, plan. Mm-hmm. And, and pulling the pieces together, pulling the pieces together and the whys and the, mm-hmm. you know, building, you know, like Legos, you know, like learn how to build. If you can learn how to put, build it, doesn't matter what they do, you can always build it again. And that's so important. You know, if you know how to put it together, I remember being in school and I always wanted to know why, why. Like, don't just give me the answer. I want to know why so mm. I can come back to it. And I think that's, a, that's it goes right back to this. It's like, have a have a plan. Think of the why. Back to the, you know, the faith forward. It's like, why are you doing what you're doing? You know, and then that's going to help you put the pieces together, you know, to, to make it happen. So I agree with you. It's kind of fast. Like, let's just do it. Let's go right to the rough draft. No planning. No pieces. Just do it. Right. Just do it. <laughs> like Nike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and also, too, just um, one thing, uh, developing a personal relationship with God. And if you don't have a relationship, you know, just developing your own personal relationship. Relationship means that, you know, it's, it's between you and another person. A lot of times we establish relationships not only with people, but with our spouses or whoever, our, our uh, classmates or co-workers, we develop relationships. But then also, too, there's also people on the outside looking in 
that are dictators or even the ones that come in from time to time trying to dictate how the relationship should go. And a lot of times we can be swayed by or persuaded by what our girlfriend said about our husband or what uh, the guy said, you know, the guys are persuaded by what the, Hey, got your, your wife not letting you go out tonight or what have you. And I think the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's the same thing when you're trying to develop a relationship with God, that is a personal relationship and no one should be able uh, to have to deter you from that. And that's even for business relate working relationships or even personal relationships. And, um, I'm newly divorced, but looking back, I know that was one of my issues. I can honestly say that I should have not let some people into that door. We shouldn't have let some, some people into that door by sharing other, our personal information, our personal relationship information with my our mom or our dad or whatever. Oh, so Father, this is set up. This is set up. So, so I, so I too am recently. And <laughs> um, when you started talking, I'm like, this is a setup. I got set up. I got set up. So, I agree. I agree because one of the things that I've been dealing with here is like I'm just owning up to my own stuff. I'm doing a lot of reflecting. A lot of God, I just I want to be who you want me to be, and I want to be strong in it. You know, I don't want to count whatever you tell me to do. I want to do it. And one of the things I've had to deal with is, you know, what part of what did I do wrong? Um, in my marriage, what could I have done differently? And what he and I both, and we we talked about it later, was that we let other people have too much say so. People that we trusted, people mm. we saw as our elders, you know, mm-hmm. we, we were both young in the faith to a large degree. I grew up in the church, but I don't think I really got to know God until I got older. And um, mm. and they just had too much say so. And it was just too noisy. It was too chaotic. And by the time we got on, on the other side, we were just too raggedy to make it. We were just, we were so just all over the place. And it's because we, we didn't have our own personal relationship. They were in between in our relationship with God. It's like they were a step in between and we gave them too much say so. So, um, I agree with you on that. Your relationship with God, my relationship with God now is more, now that I'm a, I'm a mom, I have three, three little ones and the older they get and the more Mm -hmm. I have to do, I have to, um, just kind of lay back and let them be themselves. I, I see my relationship like a parent, like that's my daddy and my daddy's not going to curse me. Now he might light my behind up <laughs> if I do something that's not right, <laughs> but he's not going to curse me. He's not going to cast me out. I think about my own kids. I'm, I may be disappointed. I may have to discipline them, but I'm never going to cast them out. I'm never going to turn my back on them. I'm never going to walk away from them. And, and when I have that type of understanding about my father, then I feel safe. I feel safe to be me. And I can sit at his feet and receive so that that personal relationship with God is so important. But you got to know you're his. And then once it's like just like if your parent is holding a drink in their hand and you're thirsty, you know, you're going to get up. You know, you're going to get a sip. They're not going to let you thirst or be hungry or go without. And that's the same thing with our father. He loves us. He designed us. He knows us. So our relationship with him is different from any other relationship. He might know that you need a hug. You know, and I might need a pat on the back, but he knows me. And so, yeah, I agree. That relationship is everything. And you can't let the noise get in. It can cause havoc. Wow. That's profound. It's so funny (laughs) that, you know, we go through. And that's the thing. That's the connection. A lot of times you really don't know anything unless you ask the question. 
or a step out as I, you know, step out and reach out to people. Mm-hmm. You just never know. You never know. <laughs> you just never you. know. <laughs> That's something else. And then um, just to get into, you know, um, daily affirmations as you transform, mm-hmm. you know, affirmations and transformations go hand in hand because as you affirm who you are and what you're created if someone was to come to you and say you're beautiful you're beautiful you're beautiful you're beautiful then you're going to start looking at yourself differently you're going to begin to transform good that's right (laughs) you know so i i feel like as far as uh, faith forward into the new year that that is so detrimental that we remind ourselves on a daily weekly even if it's every hour you know um, of affirmations to build ourselves up because sometimes we can be our worst critics but then also too we have a lot of things that we've um, had to do self-examinations on and we kind of tend to especially we as females we we're hard on ourselves yeah. You know, um, we tend to blame things on ourselves, you know, sometimes and just really can be harsh on ourselves. So I think affirmations um, to create transformations is important, too, as we faith forward into the new year. You have to kill that negative um, self-talk and um, with just the chatter that's back to being still and just mm-hmm. versus the voice of the world. And I. I see it like when we speak, we're creating these pathways. And I heard a, a teacher not too long ago talk about how when we speak, when we speak out what we what we are or what we think or what we believe, it's almost like a, we send a train out and the train goes to bring back what we what we spoke. And if you think about that, it's like you want to be real careful about what you say about yourself. Because you mm. just put it in action. You know, we're creational beings. We were made in his image. We have creational power. Our words really do form our landscapes. And so when we start speaking those things, just like you said about once you hear, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, or you're smart, you're smart, or you're this, you're this, you, you start, it starts getting into your DNA, so to speak. And so if we start, you know, I'm fat, I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that. And you really have to change that and look yourself in the mirror and say, no, I'm, I'm more than enough. I'm his creation. I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm compassionate. I'm kind. I'm funny. I'm pleasant. I'm approachable. You know, you just start and you have to. And it's so abnormal for us to do that because we have been trained to, you know, be humble to the point of don't talk about yourself. You know, mm. you let somebody, you know, that's you talk. You don't have to lift yourself up. But it's not that it's I'm I'm putting something into the atmosphere. I'm creating my landscape. And so I do believe that those affirmations and I haven't always done it. And there was a there was a point during my marriage where I got to the point um, where I really couldn't look in the mirror. I was so disappointed in myself um, that I had stopped being the strength that I thought I should be, that I would just kind of brush my teeth with my head down. I would wash my face with my head down. I wouldn't even look in the mirror. It's like I got to that place and now I can stand in front of the mirror. And I admit, I still see some squishy places and some stuff I won't, <laughs> you know, I would like. <laughs> but now when I look at myself and I'm like, but I'm yours and I, this is what this is the one life I have. And I'm not going to waste it, you know, downcasting this thing mm. that he made. You know, I'm his creation. He knew what he was doing. You know, he knew yep. what he was. doing. So it's almost like you're looking at him telling telling the father you messed up. 
who are you to tell the father he messed up? You know, it's like, <laughs> you, got some, you got some nerve, like to tell him his creation is not. So it's, we have to love ourselves. We have to affirm ourselves. And I agree with you. Um, we are transformed in that. It's just a process and it's a practice. We have to keep practicing it until it becomes second nature to us. And then we'll start doing it to other people. People will say negative things about themselves because I do that now. If somebody says, I think at home, I heard one of my aunts say, this hair is so nappy. And I said, it's so curly. It's so curly. And she looked mm. at me, she said, right, it's curly. You know, it's like we can, nappy is okay. And I don't have an issue with that, but it has a different connotation. But really when I look at, when I look at my natural hair and I pull it out and I see all those curls spring back, that's not nap, that's curl. You I know, that's his right. design. So I, I agree with you, sis, on that. I think that's real good. Those <laughs> affirmations are good. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I know that, um, it, you know, encouraging one another as we're doing now and not being selfish. You know, um, sometimes we can look at things and say, oh, this is just for me or I'm the only one that can do this. And I don't want to share what I'm doing. And sometimes some things aren't meant to be shared. And that's true. That's absolutely true. <clears throat> but um, being selfless versus selfish, you know, um, meaning that everything doesn't have to surround us. Like, you know, putting yourself on a pedestal is important. That's one thing, because, again, that goes back to the affirmations and the transformation, and we're confident in what we're doing, but at the same time, we want to uh, be not be selfish about what we're doing, and be intentional about what we're doing, and purpose, and having a purposeful life, and living a purposeful life, and living that life before our children, and letting them know that they have a purpose in life, and carrying it throughout, you know, not just uh, starting uh, January the 1st, but Starting now, you know, starting to talk with your children. My children and I actually have started meditating together. And even if they don't know, you know, they'll say, well, Ma, I don't know how to pray. I say, you know how to talk, right? Yeah. Well, you know how to communicate with me, right? It's the same thing, you know. If it's just meditation, just sitting and just, like you said, being in touch with your hands, your fingers, your legs, knowing that you... um you know, taking the deep breaths, knowing that the breaths is in your body and how you're inhaling and exhaling um, is um, important. So I think that's all a part of, you know, encouraging one another and not being selfish. I agree. Our stories are not for us. Our stories are not for us. It's like we're living, we're living this life, but we're living it. So we so our stories are not for us there to help the next person. And, you know, even when you said about we don't want to we, we want to see ourselves in a, in a good place, but there's room. You know, we should always be able to look over and say there's room for you up, up, up over here. You know, when we're sitting on a bench and somebody's standing up. We've all done it at an Applebee's or a Chili's or whatever. You know, you sit down and you see another sister standing up and you go, there's room mm -hmm. right here. Sit right here. Make room. There's always room. You know, make room for other people. We are definitely better together and it does something good to your soul when you help other people when you lift other people up somebody's lifting you up so pass it wow. on pass it on i agree i agree with you yes yes and which goes into obedience 
mm-hmm. you know, being obedient, <laughs> not only just being obedient to ourselves, being obedient to the word, being obedient to uh, instruction. Sometimes we don't like certain instruction we receive, even if it's in the workplace or what have you, but being obedient to those instructions and following through and carrying out um, at, um, obediences, faith and obedience, you know, uh, will take you a long way. Um, I feel, you know, because through, you know, through faith, you know, you're going to obey God, you know, you, even though, and that's, you know, faith is without seeing, it's just knowing and being obedient to that. Um, so I think that that's also an important thing as well. Yeah. It speaks back to trust. It speaks back to respect. It's like, I, I want to do what you want me to do because I love you so much. It's back to that relationship. Mm. You know, I, I want to do, I want to do it, you know? So it, it becomes a little bit, I'm representing him. You know, we are always an extension of him. And, um, I really believe that I really want my life. I want, I want my life to drip in his principles. Like, I don't want to have to stand up anywhere and say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. You know, I I know that can be done. I grew up on it, but I want you to look at my life and say, well, Hey, how, how did you do that? Girl, the creator, I did did, all of this, this that I'm doing right here. This is not of my own doing. I want (laughs) my life to speak in a way that'll make people go. I want some of that. What's that? Well, first of all, let's go back and talk about who we belong to. You know, you have to. So it gives it opens the door. So people are watching you. They're watching you to see if you're walking out this faith thing. They're watching you to see if you're being obedient. The boss tells you to do something. The boss walks off and you smack your teeth and roll your eyes. And I'm not doing you just you just marred the kingdom. You just Mm. marred our father. You know, so how we handle ourselves out in the workplace or out in the market, so to speak, it matters. And it speaks back to how we feel about him, not about the, the boss. It's not even about the boss. It's how do we see our father? What would our father want us to do? And I, I, I think it, it goes hand in hand. I agree. Faith and obedience. Wow. And, you know, um, one thing that I think about when I think about having faith and believing God, I think about Oprah Winfrey. And you remember when she started her life class and things of that nature? People were like, oh, she's a Scientologist. Oh, she don't believe remember. in God. Um, they just like, and I'll never forget when she finished out her shows um, for the Oprah Winfrey show and she was doing some th- other things. She finally sat down and she, and she, it was so clear as they, you know, she didn't, she didn't have to justify her faith. She said, I believe God. And all this time, people thought I was this or that. And even mm-hmm. still to this day, I think she did an interview back in August um, with CNN. And she said before she even lifts up her head off the pillow, she said sometimes yeah. she is in the bed thinking her first thing is thanking God right. for what he's done for her. She said she takes nothing for granted, absolutely nothing for granted. And that's how she's been blessed. And now, see, you know, just like you said, now people want what she wants. But all right. this whole time, the whole time. <laughs> it was Jesus the whole time. Just because That's she right. didn't utter the, those words to you didn't mean that she didn't believe in God. That's right. You That's know, right. so I, I, 
you know, that's one thing that sticks out to me about that. Um, Also, just to sum everything up, um, here's some few tips, a few tips that I could think of. And I'm pretty sure that you have a few tips as well, Bobby, that you can share. Um, Having an accountability partner. Um, Getting involved in the community, um, doing some type of community outreach um, is also helpful. Fellowshipping um, and providing hospitality. And when I mean fellowshipping, that's not just meaning you going out and fellowshipping, but even allowing, uh, showing hospitality by bringing someone in, you know, whether it's a, um, a game night or a dinner party or just a small candid conversation with a few friends or, you know, what have you, or going out and feeding the community, or just, you know, like you said, sitting on the park bench, and before you know it, you're in in a deep conversation with someone you never met before. Um, I think those things are important. And then last but not least, journaling. Whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, write down your thoughts. Write down your goals, your ideas. What makes you happy? What makes you sad? What uh, mistakes you've made that you don't want to repeat? You know, um, I think um, there's a song by Jonathan McReynolds. I think that's his name. It talks about cycles, how, you know, we continue to go in these, our lives go in continuous cycles. And you're like, well, I keep going through the same thing again. And it's like God saying that I want, you know, it might be the, a similar situation, but you may be learning something different from the situation or you didn't quite get it the last time I tried to get you out of this situation. So I got to put you back in it again so that you can learn from it. So, you know, that song resonates with my soul, but I think journaling and uh, daily or weekly or what have you, even in our food journal, you know, getting, getting fit, eat, write down what you're eating. Or you're saying, okay, financially, I don't want to spend money on lunch anymore. I want to start saving my lunch money and making my lunch. Write down your menu for your lunch. Even if it's just, you know, texting yourself on your cell phone or what have you. There's so many different things out there that you can utilize on a daily basis. But I think when you journal, even your frustrations or your desires, I think it helps you clear your head even more for even... Uh, more thoughts and desires that you have so that you can continue to build on those things and reflect back. What do you think? That's right. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think, I think what you're doing is like, this is the big picture, but these are the things you need to do. And now let's give you some real things that you can do. And it's more than just talking about it. It's like back to that new year resolution. You can talk about it till you blue in the face, but if you don't really do some stuff, So that journaling, like writing thoughts down, and I'm the same way. I keep um, a journal by my bed. And so I write stuff down so I can get it out of my brain. I call it a brain dump. Like I need to get Mm -hmm. this out of my head so the next thing can come through. Also, I think another thing that we can do to help ourselves is to evaluate our circles. Um, You talked about just, you know, accountability and just having some having people that you trust that you can lean on. I I deal a lot with my circles. We have different circles for different things. We have business circles. We have, you know, maybe your health circles, the people you walk with. But then sometimes you have your close set of friends that you know, these are the people who know whether you got two packs of chicken in your refrigerator or three. You know, these are the people who know <laughs> your stuff, right? Right. And so those circles are important. So you might need to evaluate your inner circle. And are they encouraging you to be your best? 
You know, are they reminding you of who God said you are? You know, have you told them who you believe God said you are? Like, this is what this is what I believe, not what other people look at you and say, girl, I see you doing this. I see, But what what is your inside saying? And do you have people reminding you of that? Then the then as far as um that community outreach, I love that acts of kindness. You know, they started this thing about paying for the food and for the car behind you and stuff like that. But that that's that's an easy thing to do just to be nice to people. You know how many people are standing in cashier lines and nobody ever says anything to them. You know, they scan their stuff, pay their money and walk out. Uh-huh. Hey, I hope you have a good day. You know, how's your day going? When do you get off work? You get off pretty soon. You tired. How you doing? Listen, I'm sending great thoughts your way. You got it. You got it. I do that at Walmart all the time. Hang in there. Y'all not smiling. I need y'all to smile, you know, just brightening up somebody's day. And then walking, you can invite people to go walking with you. You can invite them just for a quick glass of tea, you know, just Mm -hmm. let's just go sit and get a a glass. We do everything around eating, which is why we end up making these resolutions to lose weight at the beginning of the year. (laughs) You know, we we just go grab a cup of coffee or a glass of tea and just talk like, I want to know you. And, and I'll wrap it up by saying this, try to see somebody, see somebody. Like I think it's so important that in our lifetime, there's somebody who genuinely sees us, us, mm. you know, and, and so try to do that for somebody else. You know, look at, look at somebody who they, they're always doing something to help people or they're always busy, they whatever. Sometimes we think those people have it all together and they're wondering if anybody can really see them. And you can change the change the trajectory of their whole life by saying, you know what? I want you to know I see you and I appreciate you. That costs you nothing. Costs you nothing. Priceless. So there you go. And so we're back to what are you going to go into this new year doing? What is your faith? Your faith is going to dictate what you do. And that's what we'll see. That's what we'll see. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is amazing. It was definitely, definitely a pleasure talking with you, Bobby. I would love for you to share with us um, how we can reach us. If you have a website, are you on uh, social media? Um, um, absolutely. So my web, my website is IamBobbyJeanette.com. And um, I do a lot of things on Facebook. So I'm at Bobby Jeanette there. And I'm also Bobby Jeanette on um, Instagram as well. So um, somewhere out there, if you put in Bobby Jeanette or I Am Bobby Jeanette, you'll find me. And I'd love um, for you guys to come and hang out. Hopefully you'll get some good stuff. Absolutely. I definitely have gotten more than good stuff from you. <laughs> and I follow you. Um, and that's how we connect it. And that's a lot of right. people take mm-hmm, people take social media as, oh, let me see what's going on in this person's life. Ooh, let me find out. No, mm-hmm. that was not what social media was designed for. Networking. That's right. Connecting. You know, helping, connecting, helping people. Um, just another way that you can talk to your family members, but not to gripe or throw people bully. under the bus, bully, mm-hmm. not created for that. So I do think it, I mean, this definitely will not be my last time reaching out to you. I see us doing great things. Yes. And I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy um, that we were able to do this um, podcast. And I just wish so many blessings upon blessings upon blessings on your life and your children's lives. Um, Thank to you, sister. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And this is Brown Girl Table Talk. As we move closer to the new year, we want to empower our listeners to be committed to staying positive. We're in pursuit of our dreams, goals, and success. 
Therefore, in 2019, we will see those things manifest. So, from here on out, for our next few segments, we will be focusing on ways that we can continue to empower, encourage our listeners to continue to do well as we go into 2019. I hope you guys enjoy the next few segments, and I hope that they're empowering to everyone. For our motto is, we take life wounds and create empowering moves. Thank you. Hello there. If you want to join Brown Girls Table Talk, go to my mommy's website. Mommy's website is bgtt.onuniverse.com. Again, that's bgtt.onuniverse.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. Bye. Brown Girl Table Talk is not intended to replace any mental health service of any kind. If you're looking for assistance, we can point you in the right direction. Take care.